If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Another sports betting by dummies edition of football Friday. That sounded weird. I don't know why I went with that, but uh, I'm your host, Patty Parlays and joining me as always, the guy of guys for another month or so, at least uh, Connor, Connor, welcome in. Thank you. It's a great way to start. Yeah. We're off to a hot start. We're off and running already. Can only go up from here. That's right. Well, you would think so. And I guess we're going up now. You see a new, unfamiliar face, a beautiful son of a gun, right at the bottom of your screen. Diz on video for the first time in probably about a month. That's not true either, but uh, we'll roll with it. Diz, how's it going, bud? It's great. Glad to be on camera. Glad to be with you boys. Um, Juiced up for Football Friday. Sad I missed the pod yesterday. That was no one's fault but my own. Um... But yeah, looking good, ready for the weekend, ready to make some cash. Hope so. I hope so, man. I've been I've been struggling. Uh Connor was bleeding until last night. I mean, we're 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 down bad as a pod, but uh we're going to get it back this weekend. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Football Friday, you guys know the drill. Favorite underdog over under. I'll start us off with favorite. This one's simple. I'm going Bills minus 14 and a half versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. It worked for me last week. I'm going to keep it rolling. I believe the Bills were 14-point favorites last week. Um, the Jaguars are still absolutely terrible. My my Jacksonville Jaguars under 6.5 wins that I took at the beginning of the season is looking beautiful. Um, so Bills is heavy favorites against a terrible team. That's what I'm rolling with. It's a lot of points for me, but uh, I think it's one that is probably one of the most realistic when it comes to favorites. Just me personally, you know, I get scared with that high number. So I'm staying away. But of all the favorites, this is one you should be confident about. I don't like the 14 and a half number. If that was 14. Yeah, yeah. If it was 14 flat or even 13 and a half, I'd probably go as well. Yeah. The half on 14 really susses me. I would hate it for them <laughs> to be dominating all game. I know we saw it last night with the Jets. Night. I mean, they were up 30 points in the fourth quarter and won by 13 or 15 or whatever the case may be. So, uh, yeah, that, that extra half kind of makes me a little sus, but I think it's a good pick. Le- leaves the backdoor cover option very, very alive. Absolutely. Connor, what's your favorite favorite this week? Taking uh, Patriots minus three and a half. It's the Panthers. Patriots have really picked it up. They just beat the Chargers, right, last weekend? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think they're uh, they're coming after the Bills. I don't think they're going to catch them, but they're going to keep it keep pretty competitive towards the end. Yeah. I think they are going to pick up a wild card spot. They're 4-4 four and four now, I think. Yeah, something like that, yeah. They picked up uh, – they have a winning streak going on right now, I believe. Yeah, and I mean the Panthers, they – I don't know, with Sam Darnold and everything, a lot of question marks. So I think I saw they're hopeful that Christian McCaffrey is playing. Yeah. And then Sam Darnold is actually questionable. So if McCaffrey plays, do you feel any different about this game? Or did you did you make this bet assuming that McCaffrey and Darnold are playing? No, I made it assuming they're both playing. I, okay. I have too many question marks about 
uh, Darnold. That's my big issue against the my, Patriots and Belichick. My my concern was McCaffrey coming back and that half point again. I think three points. I'm riding this three and a half. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I'm staying away. But uh, Patriots are definitely the better team, and they're definitely going to get a wild card spot because that's just what they do, and they're going to find a way to make a run. But even oh. the Eagles beat the Panthers. <laughs> Is that enough of an argument that? And that was before they figured out they could run the ball. <laughs> well, and then also, something to keep in mind is Sam Darnold has been in Bill Belichick's division for years. So if anyone has the the playbook on how to defeat Sam Darnold, I think it's Bill Belichick. And, and where's our guy Bobby Anderson been, man? Talk about like an all-time letdown in fantasy sports or fantasy football in general. Yeah, is it his fault? I have no idea, to be honest. I mean, I just know he's not putting up points. Uh, I don't know if he's getting the targets or... I do know early on he was dropping a lot of passes. So I don't know if they stopped targeting him now or what's going on. But early on he was dropping a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to I'll have to do some research on Big Bob Anderson and his targets. But uh, anyways, nonetheless, moving on. Diz, who's your favorite favorite for this week? So I know I might get a lot of heat for this. They lost people millions and millions and millions of dollars last weekend. Bengals minus two and a half against the Browns is my favorite favorite. Browns are beat up. Baker Mayfield's garbage. I'll say it a million times. I think Case Keenum should start over Baker Mayfield. He's not. Baker Mayfield's playing. They just released OBJ. Jarvis Landry's never healthy, and when he is, he always fumbles the ball. I think Bengals are going to bounce back. I think they win huge. huge. And uh, two and a half, it's it's that half point. We've been yeah. talking about half points a lot. Uh, Bengals can win by a field goal, and you win this bet. That's, that's easy. So since you brought it up, oh, go ahead, Connor. If you had something to say, go ahead. I was just going to ask if Kareem Hunt is back. I do not believe so. Okay. I believe it's still Chubb and then Dearness Johnson. My boy, Dearness Johnson. All right, go ahead and make your point about OBJ, I assume. Yes, yes. And I believe I asked this during our financial review meeting today. But, Diz, I guess so then this is more of a question for you. If you had to choose between keeping OBJ or keeping Baker Mayfield, do you go with Baker Mayfield? I don't necessarily think I do. What has OBJ done since the one-handed catch? He's done absolutely nothing. True, but is Baker Mayfield the, the future for the Browns? You you said it yourself. Don't, you don't think don't, Baker's good. If you can, I don't, if, if you can – get away from paying Baker Mayfield $30 million in some kind of contract extension coming up. You trade Baker Mayfield. You can probably get, you know, picks, this, that, or the other, whatever for it. I I know OBJ is a cancer in the locker room. There's no hiding it. His dad's making social media posts. He got compared to the Ball family in in our review meeting today. But I'm just just curious if if it's not so clear-cut as people think and people are probably automatically saying OBJ is the problem, get him out. Uh, if you had to choose between Baker or OBJ, would you necessarily always choose Baker? I would always choose Baker because it has nothing to do with the cancer in the locker room. I know that's a factor right now, but I just think he's not very good. Like he made a really good play one time and he got a lot of hype for it and he had a good season with New York. But ever since then, he's been way overhyped. I don't even know if he's like when he's healthy. I don't know if he's like a 
top 30 receiver in the league. I really don't. So I think just get him out. Baker Mayfield is limited, no doubt. But the Browns have such a great roster. When they're all healthy, Browns can make the playoffs with Baker Mayfield. OBJ does nothing. That's my whole argument. It has nothing to do with his, like, locker room cancer or, like, his personality or his dad getting well. It has nothing to do with that. I think he's just not good. Would you be excited if the Colts got him? No. Okay. I didn't. I, I, and we I need, felt the we, same way we as need, well. We need receivers more than anyone, and I really just don't. I really wouldn't wouldn't be too excited about it. Do either of you have a thought on where he is going to go or where he should go? Raiders. Raiders is a great, great answer. We 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 talked about last episode what happened with Rugs. That there there's there's a hole in that wide receiver room, um, and then Ravens has actually been a popular. Uh, suggestion or team thrown out there. The Ravens have been looking for wide receivers since the offseason. Um, I don't know. I haven't thought about it, but uh, the Raiders, it is the Raiders and you never know, but I don't know if they would pursue uh, the trauma or the locker room drama after something that unfortunate happens. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, the, the Raiders owner seems like that kind of guy. That's just like, Hey, let's, let's go out. Let's spend the money. Let's go get this guy. I bet there's pushback from the players, to be honest with you, to go get OBJ and like that they're limited for sure. But I still think they have a decent core. I mean, you got Waller. who's going to ball. You got, Renfro, who's going to be scrappy. I think they have a lot to prove, and uh, I think they're at least – they're not going to sign them right away, I don't think. So I don't think the Raiders – Are the Raiders in first definitely... in their division? Yes. So why not try to go get them and make this move now and try to stay atop of that division? I mean, I know we're still a long Because they can stay atop home, that but... division without them. I mean, they just lost their number one wide receiver. Correct. So I do think he is a good fit there. And I said that just because of the fit, the value they would get out of them, I don't think would be worth it on the Raiders' part. Okay. It used to be that he would change defenses the way that they would game plan. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, this is an OBJ offense. This is not just like the Raiders' offense. This would be an OBJ offense where he's going to burn us on every play, so we need two people on him. It's not that case anymore. He's just... A typical receiver, I think, at this point. Fair enough. Diz, what's your uh, your favorite underdog? I got the Packers plus seven Ooh, against the Chiefs. You big Jordan Love guy? I'm not a big Jordan <laughs> Love guy, but we've never seen him, and he could pop. Um, also, I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot to prove in this game. Whether you're Jordan Love trying to make a statement. Or I heard this on the Bill Simmons pod. I can't take credit for it. But Matt LaFleur has one of the best records of any coach in the first couple of years. And it's they never he never gets credit. It's all Aaron Rodgers. So I think he has something to prove too. And I bet a lot of the players are pissed off with what Aaron Rodgers did. Let's go get one without him. I'm thinking they, they win this game. Seven points is a lot. And I love that they can lose by a touchdown and you push. And the, the Chiefs, I don't know what to make of the Chiefs. I love when the Chiefs are... Like the the Packers getting seven points against the Chiefs, like Chiefs never covered the spread, even when they weren't in their funk, they never covered. So Packers plus seven here, I love it. 
let's let's see some highlights. Let's see the kid pop off. And uh, I'm kind of I'm I'm not saying I hate Aaron Rodgers, but I'm kind of hoping they kind of ball out without him. To be honest with you, it's that's a very interesting take that you think the locker room and all the players hate Aaron Rodgers. Uh, oh no, he just he brought a lot of negative attention to the organization. He was kind of a prima donna. Like I bet there are some people in there that are like, let's go. Let's go pop off without him. That's maybe my thought. And then if not the locker room, then Matt LaFleur has something to prove. That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right, Connor, who's your favorite underdog this week? Uh, the Giants plus three and a half. Ooh. I, I just think they showed up last week. I don't know. I think they're they're looking a little different now. They played the uh, Chiefs last week. Yeah, they were keeping it close with the Chiefs, which we don't officially know who the Chiefs are at this point, but still, the Giants, who everybody dismisses, were able to keep up with them. So I'm going to fade the Raiders a little bit. I think they're going to be stinging without rugs. Uh, who knows with this interim head coach at this point, if he's starting to get a feel for the head coach job or not. At some point, he's going to come crashing back to reality. So I'm taking the Giants plus three and a half. It's at New York, correct? Yes. So that's another factor I think that not enough people talk about. Having to travel all the way from Vegas all the way to the Giants. You know, it's never fun changing time zones. And, you know, it is what it is. But I, I don't necessarily hate that pick. And also, speaking of the Chiefs, Connor, did I... I think I told you, I put a pet on the Packers' money line because we have that uh, boost in FanDuel, and I did that pre-Aaron Rodgers being out. I did the same thing. Oh, man, if we would have waited, and then it, we could have gotten more value on it. But, uh, oh, well, it's how it goes hey. sometimes. Hey, what hurts the Raiders more, losing Gruden or losing Ruggs? Losing Ruggs. Mm, I think I think Gruden. I think Gruden. Raiders have Raiders have it's approved, man. I'm not betting against the Raiders until that uh, crash back to reality. I'm I'm on the other end here. I'm going Raiders, baby. I'm only saying that the Gruden one hurts more because players fall off all the time. And I don't as a head coach fall off. And to be honest, I don't think Ruggs was having a typical, you know, wide receiver number one season, at least stats wise. I don't I can't say I watch a ton of Raiders Correct. games. Correct. The guys, the guy was on my bench. Like, not saying that that's a factor, but I never considered starting him. It wasn't like he was owning games. Right. Like, yeah, he was. He was a weapon for sure, and they're gonna be hurting without him. But it wasn't like losing Derrick Henry to injury or losing a Tyreek Hill or something. Like, he's he was their number one, no doubt. But I don't think he changed the game that much, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. All right, my favorite underdog. Eh, I can't believe I'm doing this. I am digging myself a grave as we speak. I'll say the Eagles. I am going Eagles money line versus the Chargers. Now, I have heard, I have heard some other people on gambling shows that I respect and that I listen to. They may, they're on the Eagles this week. They're taking plus the two points, whatever it is. Now, every, everyone's thinking it's a trap because the Eagles killed the Lions last week. 
The Chargers are coming off a loss to the Patriots. It seems like the perfect flip and comeback, right? So the thing that stood out to me, and this this was one I actually had to make sure I was going to be on my shit if I was going to take this. I had to get the stats to back this up. The Eagles rank fourth in yards per rush on offense. They run the ball 10th most in the league. Now, the Chargers, they rank 32nd in yards per rush given up. They literally are the worst run defense in the league. I don't care. that, And the Eagles showed it last week. I don't know if Miles Sanders is back, but I don't care. They have a plethora of running back options. They ran three running backs last week, each giving them equal amount of carries, and there was four combined touchdowns between the three. I honestly, the Lions' run defense is better than the Chargers' run defense, and the Eagles ran all over them last week. I think the Eagles run the ball in this game. They control the ball. They control the time of possession. They control the clock. I think that the Eagles pull this one off and shock the world. I know, I'm Connor. so against this. I know, Connor. So I know, this. and I guarantee you, this was ninety a- percent of the people are going to be on the opposite side of this. If you, if we look at the public betting money in this, I bet you most of it is on the Chargers. This seems like a no-brainer to bet the Chargers, right? This was almost my favorite favorite for I, the Chargers. I was waiting for someone to do it. I was waiting for one of you two to do it. I just, I de- definitely the the the. Chargers run defense is a concern. At some point, they have to bounce back, though. And who have the Eagles beaten? The Lions. <laughs> the Lions, the Panthers. Connor the is the third one. Falcons. The All team solid we, teams. All real the solid team that teams. that should not be named on a gambling podcast. Uh, Chargers are going to bounce back. Chargers are going to roll. Pat, who's the better quarterback? Well, Herbert, but maybe not stats-wise this season. Who's the better coach? Not Sirianni. Who's the better team? I mean, I right now I Chargers I, are the better team. The spread is one and a half. Take the Chargers minus one and a half. I'm sorry. Let's not overthink this. The rushing is a problem, no doubt about it. But you can't be scared of the Eagles. You can't be scared of the Eagles offense. I'm sorry. Even if they're good at running the ball, I'm not scared of the Eagles offense. Chargers dominate this game. Chargers are getting 79% of the bets and 79% of the money. This game right. is in Philadelphia, too. Don't don't sleep on that. I'm out. No, Chargers you should, actually. We discussed, this, <laughs> we discussed this earlier this week. The Eagles have not won at home. All three wins are on the road. They have not won a home game yet. Feed it to me. Give it to me. I'm going down with the ship. Just... <laughs> To be honest, I did not read the notes on who your favorite dog over and under are. So I was just hoping you were not going to say the Eagles. Had to. Had to, Connor. I know. You didn't have to, though. There are how many other games? This is one that I am staying away from. It's not any of my four. This is one where I text you guys Sunday afternoon going crazy nuts because it it actually paid off for me. So just you boys wait for it. This is one I text you and say you're an idiot actually i'll be with you on sunday night patty how about that there you go. i'll get to say it to your face what time is this game that's a good question 406 Ooh, we can watch the second half together live oh yeah. feed it to me feed it to yep. me right now and if the chargers are up three touchdowns at that point 
I'll just admit defeat and we'll call it a day. That's correct. Foreshadowing, folks. All right, Connor. Your favorite underdog. My favorite underdog was the Giants plus three and a half. Do you have an over? Wait, how did we... I was in the oh. second person. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. I, I mixed myself up on my Eagles rant. Pat's so bamboozled by his own Eagles pick that he forgot what was happening. <laughs> that is that is correct. All right, my favorite over, uh, Titans-Rams over 53 and a half. Um, this one kind of stood out to me. It's a, it's a high total. I know what you're thinking. Derrick Henry is out of the game. I actually think that adds to the total here because – Either way, so if, if Henry's not in the game, you have to assume they might pass the ball more, right? More deep balls down the field to uh, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, if they're playing. I think they come out with more trickeration because you don't have that Derrick Henry in there. Um, we, we, we know the Rams will score on the Titans' defense. There's, there's no real question about that. So, But also, if they don't have Derrick Henry, they don't have those long, slow drives that keeps the Titans' defense for, like resting on the sidelines, right? They're going to either go three and out and punt, or they're going to do a long ball and they're going to score quickly. I think the Titans' defense without Derrick Henry out there is going to suffer even more. I, I think there is a high possibility for points in this game, and I think it's quite possible that the Rams could even put up like 49 on their own against this Titans' defense. I'd be worried about the Titans scoring at all. At all? You, you don't think that they can muster and get, like, I was thinking, like, 49-21 final score. So I, I was mentioning about OBJ, how he used to be that player that defense was playing for. That would be Derrick Henry as yeah. a run defense. Yep. You are focused solely on this guy cannot run the ball, like, X number of times, or he's going to demolish us. Without that dimension, you're kind of expecting them to pass it at that point. Because anyone who's not Derrick Henry that's going to be running that ball you should be able to bottle them up because they're not a superhuman running across that line. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's, that was going to be my point is if, I mean, say what you want about Tannehill. If you're expecting the Titans to pass, they're not going to score that many points. The Titans, AJ Brown and Julio Jones are deadly because they're the second and third Mm -hmm. most valuable people in that offense. So I'm with Connor here. I'd, I'd be worried for the Titans to score points. Um, yeah, this was. Oh, I'll just keep it moving. It's 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 a uh, it's a Tannehill prove it game, if you will. Everyone all week is talking about how oh Derrick Henry's gone, the Titans are screwed, the Titans are gonna lose every single game. If if Tannehill comes out and starts slinging the rocks against a pretty good Rams defense, who by the way just added Von Miller to that defensive line, this this just feels like a game where Tannehill could come out and start slinging it around the ball field. But anyways. Uh, Connor, what's your favorite over this week? Mine is going to be the Falcons versus the Saints. So the only time, and it's going to be, it's only 41 and a half. I don't know if you knew that. Right, I did. Because I was looking at it for my under. I was actually looking at that game. So the only game that they would have not hit that for are two games. I think the, the Giants and the other one, Panthers. Giants and Panthers were the only two games they would not have passed the 42 mark, but there's usually teams just scoring on the Falcons, and the Falcons are playing catch-up the entire game. So, Do you know who's starting at quarterback for the Saints this week? 
Taysom Hill. Uh, it's not Winston. Is Taysom Hill confirmed? I know Taysom looked like he was uh, practicing, but do you think they would put him in at quarterback? I think he is the projected starter. I don't know if they've announced it. But Fighting curious. for a starting role? Fighting for a starting role. I like it. 41.5 is a number that's too low. Um, so I'm with Connor here. Um, but I just don't bet on the Falcons ever, even if it's a point total. So I'm out. Yep. Yep. That I, that's the kind of pain I have every single week is betting on some sort of way in that Falcons game. All right, Diz, what's your favorite over? So this is gross. This is really gross. I can't wait. Um, Bears Steelers, 39 and a half. Gross. Oh, God. Gross offenses. I have nothing more to say. This game will be on in my house because Matty Ice is a Bears fan. I will have to watch this game, so I am rooting for points. Anytime an NFL game is in the 30s, take it. That's almost like, just do it. Just do it. Don't overthink it. Do it. This game could be an absolute stinker, and it still could hit. The final score should be like 13 to 10. Then I lose this bet. Bet. <laughs> I love it. All right, Dan. And we saw some Fields magic yet last week. We saw some Fields magic last week, guys. That, that is that is true. But are you concerned Matt Nagy is back in the play calling seat? Actually, I don't know that he's play calling, but he will be on the sidelines for this game where he wasn't last weekend. That's a good point. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm over three nine and a half. Numbers too low. Numbers too low. Okay. All right. Now, Diz, gun to your head. You have to take an under. Which one you taking? Vikings, Ravens, 50 and a half. Like it. Um, I don't know how to feel about the Ravens. Yeah. They're one of those teams I'm just not going to bet. I'm not going to bet other than a point total. I don't know how to feel about the Ravens and the Vikings. Their only real danger on offense is the running game. And 50 and a half is a number where if they dominate the ground, they still may not get to that combined total. So 50 and a half, high number, two offenses I don't know really how to feel about. Um, obviously, Lamar Jackson is a weapon, but I'm still a little sus. I feel like there could be a lot of turnovers in this game. I feel like it could get ugly. And uh, it's a number that just caught my eye. Nice. Love it. Connor, what do you got for your favorite under this week? Doing uh, Cardinals versus 49ers. Sounds like Kyler Murray will most likely not be playing, and three coaches are going to be out of this game for them. And the 49ers just can't move the ball. And And they have a really good defense. I think Hopkins is also questionable as well. So I I think that is a good good pick. I think a lot of people will be on this under this weekend. All right, to wrap it up, I have the Raiders-Giants under 46.5. I think this game is going to be a shit fest. And so I am setting this bet and forgetting about it and uh, hoping to cash at some point. I have no comment at this time. Let me see what games we did not touch on. Uh, Broncos, Cowboys, any thoughts on that one? Cowboys should come out swinging. I mean, not a whole lot with it. Uh, did you hear that C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper are both questionable? They both missed practice Wednesday. It sounds like C.D. Lamb is going to be expected to play. They did both go through walkthroughs for the game. Okay. Even then, I don't 
have they said that... that have they said Dax playing yet? I believe he is. He wasn't on the list. Okay. Okay. Dez, What's the spread, Patty? I don't remember. I thought I remember the number being too high to take the Cowboys, but I don't remember. Minus nine and all. I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah. It's just too many points for me. Also, it's like it feels like one of those where the Broncos might come out swinging because everyone's probably shitting on them for trading away Von Miller, and you know they may try to win one for for the squad, but I don't know. It's in Jerry World, so it's hard right now to bet on anyone other than the Cowboys. Now, talking about a shit fest, I can't believe we didn't talk about this one: Texans Dolphins. Why? Why is it that you can't believe we didn't talk about this? Because I figured this might be someone's under. I mean, oh, this, this is a garbage game. Yeah. It, although I will say this: Tyrod Taylor is expected to start for the Houston Texans. That was my only thing. As I was, I was. Uh, if it was up to like six or what is it, like five? Or I, something? I'm showing five and a half. Okay, if it was like six and a half or seven, I would have taken the Texans as dogs just because I love Tyrod or Tarod. Sorry, his name's Tarod. Um, he's my boy, but I wish it was a full touchdown. So yeah. this might be one I make closer to the day, but it definitely was not my favorite underdog. But I'm a big Tarod guy, so maybe I'll ride him. Yeah, and the Dolphins are banged up. They they pretty much all the only wide receiver they have right now is Jalen Waddle. Uh, Devontae Pat Parker just went on IR. Um, Will Fuller is probably not playing another game this season. Uh, so you know they're 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 hurting in Miami. Uh, let's see. And we touched on everything else. So pretty, pretty good uh, spread for us boys. I don't know that any of us, uh, had the same game for any of these. And that could be a bad thing since me and Diz haven't had any combined ones in a while. That's probably why you guys have started losing. Yeah. Oh, you guys need to get on the same page ASAP. Hey, Connor, what's your bets tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. We're back for the Dumbest Dummy competition from yesterday. Um, I went 0-2. We are in fade patty parlay season for the time being. It's my favorite season. Yeah, yeah, whatever, Diz. I don't need your shit. You still owe me two dinners. Uh, Connor, how did you? how did your bets do last night? Uh, I went one and two, not, not too great, but the one that I did hit was at plus 280, so not Making terrible. money, making money. Yeah, it was a boost, so I like that. So I covered my two losses, plus 80. Yep. Nothing to brag about. <laughs> and then Diz, how'd your bets do last night? I went two and one, and I was six Michael Pittman receiving yards away from being 3-0 and and up, I believe, seven units last night. So I think I was still up units. I had a minus 105, I believe, and then a plus 209 hockey parlay. So good night. Uh, just a little upsetting. I was so close to that same gamer. Yeah, we all stayed up late watching that, just hoping, because the Colts were up like 40 points, and they were still passing the ball. And we were like, come on, just throw one more pass to Pittman. Just one. But uh, that's that's how it goes. All right, so I'll get into my bets for tonight. I got three of them for the competition. Uh, the first one, I'm going Norman Powell, first basket of the game in the Pacers versus the Trailblazers. So that, and that's plus 850 on that. Um, so 
This is for the FanDuel Friday first basket promotion, which basically means if you bet $25 on someone to hit the first basket of the game, regardless of the outcome, you get $1 per three-pointer hit in that game. So even if, you know, 15 are only hit, then you're basically you're getting, you know, 15 free dollars on top of your bet. So um, I, I, I like to do this one. It's the second one I'm doing. There's no, at this point in the season, there's no hiding it. The Pacers live or die by the three-pointer. Um, so I'm hoping they live tonight. Uh, but Portland's center, Nurkic, he actually wins 67% of the tip-offs in the games that he does the opening tip-off. Miles Turner wins 34%. Okay? So that led me to picking someone from the Trailblazers, which I did. And uh, I think Powell's probably, you know, third or fourth option. That's why I'm getting plus 850 odds. But uh, he hits a fair amount of the first bu buckets for the Trailblazers. So uh, I'm, I'm liking uh, Powell to uh, get the first basket of the game tonight. I love the tip-off numbers. That's good shit right there, Patty. Yeah, I, there's a guy actually I follow on Twitter that puts out the tip-off percentages for the expected center who's taking the tip in the game. That's great. So... Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, this next one, not a whole lot of juice here, but I'm going Rishon. I don't even know how to say his name. Rishon, Rishon Holmes of the Sacramento Kings over nine and a half rebounds at minus one fourteen. And and this might be one we use as like our group best bets as well. It's in that uh, range, that category. But this guy has hit this line in six of eight games this season. Gee. But last game, he missed it because he got ejected after only playing 16 minutes. He, he averages 30 minutes a game. And when he averages 30 minutes a game, you know, he pretty much guaranteed to get over nine and a half rebounds. Um, and then also, uh, Charlotte actually ranks 23rd in rebounds allowed this season. So I think we will see a lot of rebounds from Holmes in that game. So I have him over nine and a half rebounds. And then my final bet for the competition, I'm going Trailblazers minus four and a half versus the Pacers tonight. Um, this game is in Portland, and these teams are Jekyll and Hyde, home versus away. Portland is three and one ATS at, ho at home. Pacers are one and three ATS on the road. Portland, three and one straight up at home. Pacers are 0 oh and four straight up on the road. The Pacers have not won a road game yet this season. And again, we talked about it earlier. But going from Indiana to Portland is about as bad as going from Vegas to New York. It's a long trip. It's a long season. Uh, I, I think the Bla Blazers take care of business tonight at home. All right, Connor, what do you got for your competition bets? So I have three, two hockey, one football. So hockey, let's go to uh, Sabres versus Red Wings. I'm taking the Sabres money line at minus 115. I think that is disrespectful to the Sabres to have it that close to the Red Wings, but I think it's great value for me on that. Uh, other one, we mentioned it yesterday, Patrick Kane's back. I want to see the Blackhawks <laughs> spank the Jets. Oh, boy. Oof. Plus 128. Let's see uh, Kane get another hat trick. Oh, okay. I'm, maybe there's Love that. A, do they have player performance doubles in hockey? No. They don't like hockey. They don't like hockey. But if you, <laughs> I'm sure if you could find somewhere where you got like Patrick Kane hat trick 
and the Blackhawks to win. I'm sure you get insane odds on that. I think it'd be crazier if you can have them get a hat trick and they lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, side note here. Shout out to uh, Eberly the Kraken. Had a hat trick last night. Great. It was great. It was great. Great time. Did, not, good time. did not stay up for it, but I did watch the uh, condensed game for it, and it was it looked amazing. They were on fire. Uh, last bet. It's a parlay. I'm combining my favorite dog over and under in a parlay at plus 1189. Ooh. I'm going to have to do that, and with that Eagles money line in there, mine's going to be pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that Eagles money line alone would be nice. <laughs> uh, all right, Daz, what do you got for your competition bets? So I got the uh, teaser, of course, Bengals plus three and a half against the Browns from two and a half, Chargers to plus four and a half against the Eagles from one and a half, and then Packers plus 13 against the Chiefs. I mentioned all those in the uh, in the earlier Football Friday section, so I won't go through those again, but I think that's a lock. One of my favorite teases all year. I actually put quadruple units on it. I'm feeling good. Um, the quad units. Oh, man. Quad units. Yeah, I'm feeling good. <laughs> And then uh, what I'm not feeling so good about is a uh, I'm up to my twenty dollar Martingale. So if oh. I don't hit this one, we go to forty, and then I may be done with Martingales for a long time. But this one, Julius Randle to get a double double tonight, up to plus one fifty from minus one fifteen. So twenty dollars to win thirty. I recoup my investment and then some if this one hits. But if it doesn't. We go to 40. I'll worry about that bullet when it heads my way. I think this one's going to hit. I'm feeling good. A uh, couple things. You're going to be super pissed off if the Eagles end up winning by a touchdown. And then I win my bet and you lose your teaser. And it's going to be an ultimate slap in the face. Um, Correct. Two, I actually really like your Julius Randle double-double. Um, so they're playing the Bucks tonight, but the Bucks are without Chris Middleton and uh, – Maybe Brooke Lopez. I don't remember, but either way, with Milton out, that's probably who would be guarding Julius Randle. I don't think Giannis will guard Julius Randle, um, but I guess it's possible. Um, but I, I do like that. I'll probably jump on that boost with you. Bet together, win together, baby. Bingo. So now, speaking of betting together and winning together, the new best bets format of the show. We went one and two last night. Uh, the one I was least confident in, the one with the Oklahoma City plus 10.5, actually ended up winning outright. And that's how gambling goes sometimes. The one where you're like, oh, I'm not so sure, is the one that hits. But then the one you're like, this is a lock, count it. That's the one that you'll lose bad. So it is what it is. But what are you, what are you boys uh, thinking tonight? I, I really, if I had to pick one of mine, I think the Trailblazers minus 4.5 versus the Pacers seems like a pretty good uh, best bet. I would agree with you. Pacers are cheeks on the road. And uh, I'll leave you to the NBA betting. I trust you, bud. Well, we're, we're not going to see a 7 for 10 Miles Turner performance like we saw on Monday. That was ridiculous. I'm still pissed about that. I cannot believe that happened. I, I told this to Connor the day after it happened. Miles Turner was averaging 1.38 three-pointers made per game. He comes out and puts out a seven piece on 
the Knicks, and uh, I, I would maybe expect some regression back to the mean tonight. I almost I would as well. I'm with you. I almost took Miles Turner under one and a half as one of my best bets. I, I was very, very close. But I'm just worried that there might be like a. One of two things happens, right? He ends up throwing up 15 threes because he hit seven last week and ends up hitting three, or he just throws up three, misses the first three, and then he realizes that tonight's not his night and he stops shooting it. But nonetheless, uh, what else are we thinking for group best bets? I'm riding the Blackhawks. I'm riding the Blackhawks with Connor. What are the what are the limitations? What are the what are the value limitations? We try to keep it between minus one fifty and plus one fifty. It's at plus one twenty eight. So that definitely qualifies and falls in there. So if if we're riding with the Blackhawks, we're riding with the Blackhawks. Let's freaking do well, it. And Patty can't be trust. My thing was uh, Chicago's five and zero against the spread in their last five. The spread is only minus two hundred five. Uh, so if we want to. If we want to like parlay that with some another spread, I don't know. If, but if not, I say we just ride the Blackhawks money line. Let's do the Blackhawks money line. No, no parlays in this in this new best bet section. So we'll ride Blackhawks money line. Ride with Patrick Kane. Yeah, let's do it. And then my other one, uh, Coyotes plus one forty six against Anaheim. Coyotes are six and one in their last seven against Anaheim. They own this series. I don't know why. Uh, they're such dogs, to be honest with you. Uh, plus 146. That was great value to me. I actually do not like that one. Connor. I, I looked at this one. I even Connor. looked at stats and stuff. I just Connor. do not. I cannot trust. Oh, I cannot trust the Coyotes with a best bet. Come on. So for the competition, the Ducks have saved me so many times. And oh, I don't know who the Coyotes are. The Coyotes don't know who they are. They've they've played four different goalies this season. I want to ride with you on the Coyotes because the Ducks have let me down the past two games. I just don't know either of these teams at this point. I thought I knew the Ducks, but... I don't think we can give it a best bet de- designation for as crazy as a as a team that is. I, I just don't feel I don't feel great about it. We'll take that bet, but I don't know that I want to list it as a best bet. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Uh, you guys got a best bet on some some ponies, some horses. I, I believe the uh, dirty number, mics. Not... Number four, number four. <laughs> Pick number four, my lord. Uh, I, I believe definitely did not bet on horses. Yeah, I'm 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 a little disappointed. Our uh, our horses expert, Dirty Mike, didn't make an appearance today. Um, I don't remember what exactly race is being run this weekend, but there is some sort of big horse race happening this weekend. Um, let's see. Oh, what about uh, – I don't know what the value is, but we were talking about this earlier. What about uh, taking the uh, Panthers' money line versus the Hurricanes uh, tomorrow night? It would be a good game. It's, I think you can get Panthers minus 130 right now on the money line. No? It's not great value. Two good teams. Minus one thirty is not great value. I know the Panthers are. I know the Panthers haven't lost in regulation yet, but I don't know. Minus one thirty is not good value with the two best teams in the Atlantic, in my opinion. I think it's going to be a coin flip. It'll be such a good game. I don't know that you can pick one over the other confidently. We're not there yet, but uh, I told Diz this earlier. 
So this might be a best bet for sometime next week. But uh, Carey Price is joining the Montreal Canadiens on Monday. And so I think their next game after that would be Tuesday. And if, if Carey Price is in net on Tuesday, I think you have to take Canadiens money line. But that's, that's, that's next episode. We don't want to jump the gun on that one. Uh, we also don't know if he's playing just yet. But that was something that I had my eye on. Um, anything in like college football or NFL that we all kind of agree on? Let me see. You want to hear what I had to offer? Yeah, yeah. Any, yeah okay. any, anything you want. Anything you got. I'm just waiting my turn. There is no turn. We're just trying to figure things out. Sorry, I, I kept it at hockey. I feel most com- comfortable betting hockey. That's fine. That's fine. Taking uh, Devils versus Kings over five and a half. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Minus 118. Diz, I know you're a big fan of hammering the over five and a half. Do we feel good about Devils Kings over five and a half? Oh, all day, every day. All day, every day. I, didn't, I don't know anything about this, but over five and a half. It's, you're talking my language. All right. Lock it in. That'll be our third and final group best bet is the Devils Kings over five and a half. So recap, we got Blazers minus four and a half versus the Pacers. We have Devils and Kings over five and a half goals tonight. And then we have Blackhawks money line versus the Jets. Let's let's get back to positive units on those best bets. I feel pretty good about it, boys. Yep. Yes, sir. Bet together, win together, work together, all that good stuff. Work yes, together too. Work together is not a part of that saying, but we are working together to bet together, to win together. It's it's a whole ordeal now. But you hold hands together and participation trophy together. Yep, yep, yep. Love each other, you know. L-E-O. Hey, I, I got to cut, but uh, let's have a profitable weekend. Patty, bless your Hail Mary parlay that I couldn't stick around for. Yeah, I was going to say you're missing the best part of the show, but it's fine. Get out of here. Just, just go. Just get on your bike and go. All right, now we can really start the podcast. You know, that, now, now. While we were running the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, Connor, that leaves us, as Diz said, the Hail Mary parlay of the day. Tonight is a multi sport. Did you happen to look and see what the value is of that multi sport Hail Mary parlay of the day? I did not. So, do you want to take a guess then at the value? It is a, I'll give you a hint. So, it's, it's 12 legs. But where, where where it gets hard is I, three of those legs are in the NHL. And so when you do the NHL money lines like we tend to do, you can get all kinds of different values on those. So uh, I'll leave it at This is $1? Yes. Oh, boy. 12 legs, $1. $1 to win $2,600. Mm, a little less juice. $1,741.36. But I will say this. So there was I, – I originally made one, and I left the Trailblazers out of it. And I was like, well, I need to put the Trailblazers in it. But the one I made before taking out the Trailblazers, I, that meant I had one extra one in the NHL, and we were around that 2,600 mark. So if I would have kept the original one, you would have been just about spot on. Oh, why do you do this? I know. I'm a terrible person. All right. We'll start off with two college football games for tonight. We're going Virginia Tech minus two and a half versus Boston College, and we're going Utah minus nine and a half versus Stanford. And then I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in the NBA. So we got Clippers minus two and a half versus Timberwolves. 
Knicks plus four plus versus the Bucks. Spurs minus four versus the Magic. Nets minus ten and a half versus the Pistons. Warriors minus nine and a half versus the Pelicans. Raptors minus five and a half versus the Cavs. And then Trailblazers minus five versus the Pacers. Um, and then finally on the ice, we have three for the NHL. I'm going Jets money line versus the Blackhawks. I, I know we are riding with the Blackhawks, but uh, the research I did told me to choose the Jets. So I'm going with the Jets on that one. Um, Even though you gave the approval for the best bet? I did because that was the one I <laughs> felt like the least confident in of all of my legs was okay. the, the Blackhawks versus the Jets. I, I wanted to take the Blackhawks, but I did not for this parlay. All right. Um, and then Ducks money line versus the Coyotes. Again, another one we had talked about. I don't trust the Coyotes. The Coyotes don't have a win yet this season. Um, so I think that cold streak continues. And then finally, Devils money line versus the Kings. All right, Connor, anything you need to get off your chest or you want to talk about before we uh, call it a week? Uh, Eagles need to run the ball. I think you're crazy for picking the Eagles to win. Uh it's going to be like I the Eagles had a bye week last week. I did not watch the Eagles, so I think I'll be overexcited watching this game. And because I'm watching it, they're probably going to lose. So You, you couldn't just not watch it for my sake? You, uh, no. No, no. And honestly, no. when we were going through those best bets, I thought we were just going to agree to take the Chargers minus two as a best bet. <laughs> I was like, I might just have to eat that one, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we decided not to. You should have said, only because you brought it up, we're going the other way for best bet. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm just writing down the best bets before I forget. All uh, right. Have you, have you tried parlaying those together? Mm. See what? Okay. All right. I was just going to see what value we can get if we parlay them, but I'm, I'm probably just going to take them separately and not put them together. We, we need some bank building, Connor. We're... we're... Our our level, our bank is just kind of lacking at this point. We need to ignore our best bets from yesterday. Didn't happen. Except the one that had that happen. Woo! Want <laughs> <laughs> <Fun> to know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you for watching if you're watching as well. Um, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. You can also check out our website, www.sportsbettingbydummies.com. It has our Twitter feed on there. It has a link to our merch shop and also the podcast episodes. Again, we are trying to build our YouTube channel. So if you go into YouTube, go into the search box, type in Sports Betting by Dummies, filter by channel. We are the first option on there. We are trying to get to 100 subscribers. so That way we can give you guys a direct URL instead of having to make you guys try to find us. But uh, it is what it is. Hopefully everyone has a nice, long, profitable weekend. And we will see you all on Monday.